Welcome to episode 44 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Amber. And I'm Danny. And today we're going to be talking about the Battle Pass or Season Pass or everybody's favorite slash hated way of monetizing games. <laughs> but before we do that, let's catch up with the fam. What's going on, fam? Anything? Not much here. Um, not been doing a whole lot. Been relaxing a lot. So, how about you, Danny? Well, I don't know about you guys, but I saw Ant Man the other day. Oh yeah, we did see Ant Man <laughs> together. Might have been with my other family, but Was that us? <laughs> yeah, we saw Ant Man timely just after wasp. recording last week's. Uh, <laughs> there was very, barely any wasp in it. Last week's episode of Kang. And what do you guys think of Kang in the movies versus Kang in the comics? It was it was pretty cool. It was cool to see him um, kind of brought to life. Um, this actor did a really good job, in my opinion, and especially you know playing all the Kangs. I don't know. It's going to be cool to see what he does next. Um, but yeah, it was cool how he at one point talked about how time is a cage and that was like pretty much ripped right out of that comic we we talked about yeah i like uh i like how it starts off with him being kind of a uh a hero companion to uh was it janet van dyne yeah and during her mm-hmm. time in the uh Mystic realm. <laughs> What's quantum it realm. Quantum. Our time in the quantum realm. Maybe you didn't watch the movie. <laughs> and but of course we all enter into the movie knowing he's a bad guy. So you think is that is that legitimate or is it fake? And it's it's good how it plays out, and he does a great job with it. And I think uh, the only thing that he didn't have was his uh, floating chair that he always seems to be lounging in a chair. He did have a throne though, though, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I guess I guess they wanted a modern version of a a lounge chair. Different than what they No I invisible guess, chair. <laughs> speculated in the seventies as being modern for the two thousand twenties. But yeah, it was a, I liked the movie. I liked it too. I I have some I don't know, opinions about s- certain characters weren't written too well in this one, but um, it was cool how they gave Janet some of her flirty um, personality back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, cool, creepy, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. And uh, I've, I've been playing a couple games this week. This past weekend was a free trial to Marvel Midnight Suns. Did either of you get a chance to try that out? <laughs> no. Nope. I tried it out. It's uh, it's got a, a neat story going on. It's got the good personalities of all the characters so far. They've captured the, the personalities. The um, the voice work for Doctor Strange, I think, would be an awesome voice if I'd never seen a Marvel movie. Like if I've just mm. read the comics, then then this is what I think it would sound like. But of course, you got. Cumberbatch, and you think, well, this didn't sound anything like him, but but it, it does sound like what the comics make 
Doctor Strange sound like. So it's good, and it's basically a turn-based strategy uh, battle thingy. And it starts off simple with some very simple, hey, it's your turn, attack. Okay, that's that's cool. But then you can actually use the environment around you to enhance your attacks or to augment your attacks. You can uh, move around the, the room and get different angles. And so it's it's got a lot going on. It, it baby steps you for, through the first couple battles. And then it, it it's apparent that it's going to ramp up in difficulty <laughs> throughout the game. Mm-hmm. But that was, that was uh, good to uh, get a couple hours in considering it was free. And other than that, picked up a new uh, mobile game off of Apple Arcade. It's a farm game. Whoa. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Typical farm game, but it's strange because it's Apple Arcade, so there's no monetization. So everywhere where there should be like a, hey, use a couple gems to speed this up, or hey, buy this or buy that and spend some money on this, that's all gone. So it's just like huh. a game which is weird playing a farm game that it's not asking for money all the time. Except the townspeople talk after every quest you complete. It's yeah. annoying. What's it called? Farm side. Yeah. Far- farm side. Oh, okay. Like, like seaside, but with a farm. Okay. By the sea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fun. It's a good time waster. That's, Exactly what it is is a time waster, and sometimes you just need one of those. Nice. But today we are going to be talking about money wasters. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> battle passes. And Amber, why don't you kick us off by telling us what a battle pass is? I'm actually going to start with the history of it because it's not a very complicated history. So I'm just going to get that out of the way. Um, battle passes. The original idea from them came from Valve when they did kind of campaign passes in Dota 2 and Team Fortress 2 in the mid-2010s. So that was just kind of the origin, and I don't have experience really with either of those games, so I don't know what it looked like and um, how popular it was or or what. um, But we all know that the real battle pass came from Fortnite, in 2018 is when they, I don't know, started or when they started their Battle Pass system. And they really popularized it so much so that it's in basically every game. Um, <laughs> right. Lots of free-to-play games have Battle Passes and even some um, money games. Even some games that cost money have some Battle Pass-esque um, system in it. Um, so yeah, so what's a battle pass? It's an experience-based way to obtain in-game things, whether it's in-game currency or in-game cosmetics, like skins or gun skins or whatever. Um, and you get those rewards just from playing the game. So that's pretty cool, especially for like a free-to-play game, um, where you can get, um, cosmetics without having to spend money, um, But usually there are like two tiers or two versions of a battle pass, the free one and the premium one. Um, And so, you know, everyone 
can get things just from playing um, the game if with the free ones, but the good stuff's in the premium. So you got to spend, I don't know, a couple bucks, 10 bucks, whatever, to get the premium battle pass. And that's where you get the cool, the cool things. Um, but I don't know, even people who just play fully for free can get some rewards, which I think is pretty cool. That's a cool part of the system. Um, battle passes were popularized um, as an alternative to loot box systems. So if you remember Overwatch 1, that was big in the loot box era. So loot boxes basically also you obtain just from playing the game, but you can also buy them and you can buy them in bulk. And that's where the um, gambling came in because it'd be like, oh, 0.001% chance to get this cool thing. And you buy 10, you don't get it. You buy 10 more, you don't get it. You buy 10 more, you still don't get it. So it was kind of like an alternative to trapping kids into a a gambling system. Um, Now some games have a combination of both battle passes and loot box reward systems, which I think is the sweet spot. Um, But I don't know, people tend to be super polarized on which system they prefer. And if they like either of them or none of them. Yeah. Like how, on your typical battle pass, you can see what the rewards are going to be. Yeah. So you know up front if hey if if I can make it through all of these milestones, you know however they however they segment the the different rewards. If I can make it through all these milestones, then this is what I'm going to be getting for ten dollars, and is that worth it to me or you know however much the mm-hmm. the price is. Um, but they they can like you said mix between the two and and those have just like chests. <laughs> Yeah, that you don't know what you're going to get, but I think that the smartest ones that I've seen, they just flat out say, "Hey, you're going to get this, 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 this," which may be just again cosmetic type things like different skins, or it may be actual, you know, some kind of in-game currency that will help you along the way. Yeah, and I think um, one one game that I think does this pretty well is actually League of Legends um, because they do have. They do have occasional battle passes with every like event, like skin line event that they do. Um, they'll have a battle pass kind of, and it gets you like a different type of currency, which you can actually choose what you want to spend that currency on, which I think is pretty cool. And all of that is beside its um, normal kind of chest and key thing that you can get. It's slow, but and you don't always get really good rewards. Sometimes you just get a champion shard and you own all the champions. It's like, well, this could have been a skin, you know. Um, so I think that's a good balance in my opinion. Um, but you get to see basically what you get and you get to opt in. So. Yep. So let's all uh, let's all talk about our history with different games. Uh, let's start with Danny and say, what kind of what kind of game do you remember this? What's the earliest game you remember this on, and what's the one if if you've used any or have you taken advantage of any? Have you bought any over the years? I don't know which game I played that had it first. It might have been Fortnite, most likely. Um. 
but I never bought it because that was many years ago. Um, but other than that, I've played Valorant. I never bought any Valorant battle passes. The free rewards were they were they were okay, but the I was just never interested in anything in the battle pass and I mean any there's no character skins in Valorant. It was only gun skins. But some of them were pretty cool. Um Overwatch I bought one Overwatch battle pass which was the last one, the one before this one. What I don't think I finished it. But <laughs> I bought it. They got your money anyways. Mm-hmm. And then, let's see. I I don't have, I didn't buy the Fortnite Battle Pass this, this season because I kind of started it late. But I would say Fortnite has the best cosmetics for what you buy because it's only around $10 and you get multiple skins plus V-Bucks that are valued at way more than $10. Oh, that's cool. And you even get free free V-Bucks in the free version of the Battle Pass, which what I've been doing is just saving those up so that I can just buy the one for next season without having to pay any money. Nice. So I'd say Fortnite has the best because the stuff they put in it is pretty cool. Plus they have they have just a lot of different cosmetics that you can have. Do um, they theme the Fortnite Battle Pass? Like every season, is there like a theme? I think so. Yeah. Usually it's like a skin and then you get like things that go with that skin. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, packs and stuff. Okay. So those are the main ones. Nice. How about you, Amber? Yeah, I mean, I never played Fortnite, um, but I remember, you know, once Fortnite got popular, Battle Pass got popular, and every game incorporated some kind of Battle Pass into their game. Um, I think the first game that I played with like a real battle pass was tft um team fight tactics um and that one is pretty much your standard you know play the game complete quests level up the xp and the thing and every now and then you'll get a free one but you can spend 10 bucks and get you know the premium rewards of like TFT things. So that one, I almost always get it if I finish it um, because it's just like, I've, I've done all the work. You know, you see the bar fill up. I've done it all. <laughs> I might as well, you know, get the things that I've, I've worked hard on for. Um, but with League of Legends, they've had the like event kind of system that I explained earlier. They've had that for a long time with a lot of their different skin lines. It's just now they've started formulating, formatting, formatting it to look visually more like a battle pass. 
So it used to just be, you get this currency, it sits in your loot section of your profile. But now it's like a completely different section with the event and you can see the bar tick up as you complete the quests. So they've changed that and I don't know, it's it's whatever. It's That's another one. I don't get every single one of them because they are so frequent um, because it's like an event thing less so than, or it's an event thing more so than a um, like season situation like other games. But... Overwatch is a big one that I'm kind of disappointed with um, because I do miss the loot box system that Overwatch had because it was such a good system. It's like you level up and you get a loot box and you can get anything. You know, you get a skin or you get a voice line and you're pretty much happy with what whatever you get, right? Because you're going to get something for everything. Um, but now what they have is not really good things as the free rewards and pretty okay things as the premium rewards. Like they have a couple of good skins in there and they got some backlash after the first season um, because there were like no free skins in the battle pass. So they added a couple of those into the second and third seasons. Um, But it just goes by so quick. Like, you get two months for a season and that like goes with your rank. Like also like the rank resets and everything. It's kind of crazy how that works. Um, But one thing that Overwatch 2 did implement in the third season battle pass was adding currency, but it's not the new currency. It's the currency from Overwatch 1. So you can only get things that were from Overwatch 1 with the currency in the battle pass. So mm. it's kind of weird, but it's better than no currency, I guess. <laughs> it's just really weird how they um, decided to do that. It will just throw you in some old crap for free. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Overwatch, though, I did buy pretty early on the all of the seasons. Um just because I know that I'm going to be playing Overwatch and I know that I'm going to complete the battle pass. Um, But I don't know. So I don't even know this season which one, which rewards are free and which ones aren't. So I don't know. Yeah. Cool. It's interesting that you mentioned the, uh, the visual aspect of the battle pass system, how you can see it accumulate and, you can see the bar go up. I bet you some of the big companies have teams of psychologists that <laughs> figure out exactly how that's supposed to look. To, I mean, it really instills FOMO in you as the player. Like you see everything that you could have if if you right. just if you only spend you know X amount of dollars, you could have all look at all these fabulous prizes. <laughs> and uh, you know, it definitely gives you that FOMO. Like, man, why? why am I so stupid that I wouldn't do this? You know, and then (laughs) maybe you just go ahead and open up the wallet and do it. And as far as me, I remember playing strife and I played it a long time ago and then I stopped and then I started playing it again. And then all of a sudden in the menu was this whole thing, this season pass thing, which is what they called it. 
And I was like, what, what is this season pass thing? And it just looked like more work. Like you got to do all this <laughs> stuff and you can get this stuff. And Hey, by the way, it costs money. And it, it was a free to play game that I did spend some money on. Cause you could buy like, I forget what it was called, but you could buy the hero pass or something, which just gives you all the heroes up front. And as opposed to taking years to unlock all the different heroes, I figured <laughs> You know, the, be- the best part of that game was the differentiation between all the different gods that they had and all their skills and stuff. So I just I just took the lazy right way out and bought the hero pass up front. So it, to me, it wasn't a free free to play game. It was a it was a paid game up front. You know, it was like, I don't know, like 15, mm-hmm. 20 bucks or something. And uh, and then when the season pass came up, I was like, what, they want more money for this game? <laughs> and I didn't play it enough to make it worthwhile. So. I, I recognized what it was, but I didn't really take advantage of it. But then later on, definitely the uh, the mobile free-to-play games. Yeah. That just started. The, the terminology popped up, you know, season. Like it's such and such season. Right. And uh, it started popping up in all the different silly mobile games that I play. All the time wasters, like Food Street. You know, that, <laughs> yeah. uh, your, your mom and I have played. And it was like a really long bar of all these things that you could unlock. And some of them were just like decorations for your restaurant. And um, some of them were different tickets. So in that game, there's three different tickets, like blue tickets, silver tickets, and gold tickets. I don't know. And with those, you could buy the pets. And everybody wants the pets in your your restaurant. (laughs) Everybody, you mean mom. (laughs) Like If I I make it all the way through the season, then I'll get, you know, you can count them all up. I'm going to get 90 blue tickets and you know, 50 silver tickets and you can figure out, okay, by the end of this, I can have that giraffe I want, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is. So that saw that. And, and that was, uh, that was well implemented. It was a horizontal line on that one. And I've seen horizontal lines. I've seen vertical lines. And yeah. Once you recognize it, you're like, Oh, I know exactly what this is. You know, you get the parallel lines of, of prizes. Uh, I think the next one I saw was idle miner. Did you guys ever play idle miner? No. Yeah, a little bit. This is an idle game, and and what they did was you'd have an overall um, map of different mines that you're, you know, mining stuff in, and you've got, you know, however many, however deep your shafts are, you know, and then they'd have like a seasonal one pop up, and it would be themed like Halloween or Christmas or, you know, just something in general, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, steampunk. That was a really cool one. So this new island would pop up and you'd have a mine on there and you'd have X amount of days to complete it. And you'd have that season pass throughout that thing that if you, if you get down to, you know, mine shaft 30, then you get all these rewards. If you, if you pay, if you play for free and then you get these rewards, if you, you know, pay for the pass or whatever. Um, just recently, I think last episode, I mentioned that I did the, um, season pass for snap marvel snap yeah. and that was it was typical you get you get some skins you get some emotes and that kind of stuff and uh i think you do get one card that nobody else gets in that particular thing so that was good um the game that we've probably played the longest um disney magic kingdoms and it's been a free-to-play game for years, and we've been—I've been playing it for years. It finally put a season pass in, and as soon as it popped up, now it's a, a game loft game, and game loft has a 
lot of haters out there. Uh, <laughs> how money hungry this episode brought to you by game law how money hungry this uh, this corporation is and reddit is just riddled with people complaining about, than EA. <laughs> about uh, yeah how gl how gl just trying to take all of our money <laughs> and uh and they of course they've got the chests and that because of american uh, u.s laws the chest has the percentages of what what percent chance you have of getting what it is that you actually want in that chest so mm-hmm. most of them are like 0.12 percent which mm-hmm. anybody that knows anything about math knows is equal zero <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. but there's still a chance that you can get that one thing um so when they finally implemented and this is after years of being around when they finally implemented a season pass type thing everybody was like groan you know, it was, it's about time that they added some other way to leech the money out of us. And then you see the price and you're like, geez, they're really, they're, they're just going for it. Not only are they putting in a season pass, but they're making it expensive too. But, but then you look at it and it's 90 days. So it's oh. a 90 day season pass, which is. That's pretty good. Yeah. The, the only problem with it is like the day after it ends, the next one starts. So oh. you're like. You're like mentally exhausted by like, oh, I made it through. And it's 150, you know, tiers in the season wow. path. So you make it through 150 <laughs> More than miles. One tier a day. And uh, but if you if you look now, of course, on this mobile game, you've got gems, right? Gems are your premium currency. Mm-hmm. And if you go if you just go to the gym tab and you look at what the gems are and you say, OK, the the pack of. I don't know, let's say 100 gems is is $10. Well, if you count up the gems that you get in the season pass, it's way less money per gem, you know, throughout that season pass than if you just went into the store and just bought the pack. So yeah, if yeah. you're someone that's going to spend money in the game for something, whether it's gems or some character or some, you know, skin or something like that, then it makes perfect sense to go ahead and do it. The other... Uh, the other thought process I have is if it's a game that I play every day and it's free to play, then I have no problem spending $10 a month because any other game, if, if I wanted to go down to GameStop or Target or something like that and buy a game, it's going to be 60 bucks. Yeah. And am I going to get six months out of a game? Maybe, you know, if it's like. Right. If you're real bad at it. <laughs> like a a story-based game and you play through it once then it probably it might take me six years but it it probably doesn't (laughs) take the average person six months if it's a game like minecraft that i've spent what 27 dollars on for for my account 10 years ago then yeah you definitely get your money's worth but um if it's a game that the the developers seem to care about the players even if they are trying to get money out of you which is their job Right. Mm-hmm. Um, then I have no problem spending ten dollars a month on a on a game that I play daily because yeah. it, you're you're silly to think that this free to play game owes you anything <laughs> for free, right? That's that's not that's not their intent. Now, the one thing that I think is cool about the battle pass or season pass, it's changed the monetization. Uh, levelization i don't know if that's a word (laughs) (laughs) balance i guess the the monetization balance i think and this is this is 
based on purely zero statistics and, and data. I've, I've run no data. <laughs> All observational. But, but <laughs> yes. this, is, this is my thought process here. Before these things existed, all free-to-play games were funded by whales. You guys know what whales are? No. The animal. So there's some statistic that says, and, and I don't know the exact numbers, but you know, 99% of the money a mobile game gets comes from 1% of its players. So that's that means there's some rich person spends a butt ton of money on the game mm-hmm. and that's more than the other 99% of the, of the game spend. So that's, that's what they mean by the whale is the person that's spending a ton of money. Oh, okay. And they, they actually have, I think the, the study this came from was from the Simpsons free to play game. And uh, where instead of buying gyms, you're buying donuts, <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, uh, so, so all these mobile games, they, they all, especially uh, what's a Candy Crush and stuff like that, yeah. they all had whales that were funding the game, right? The, the, the millions and millions and millions of people that played that never spent a penny were only playing the games because there were people that were willing to spend millions, and I mean millions of dollars on the game. <laughs> so I think it's got, it's got to be a little bit more balanced now where you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in a game and get rewards from it, mm. right? You spend your $10 a month and now average Joe can spend $10 a month. The whales can still do their whale thing and the free to play purists can still play for free and get their rewards on their tier. But there is, I think now probably somewhat of a bell curve where there's a good amount of people that are just willing to spend that 10, $15, whatever it is for that, for that pass. and it must work or else every game wouldn't have implemented it because it's in like you said it's part of every game it's crazy how even like super like completely non-competitive games are doing it and calling it a season pass like (laughs) like (laughs) nothing changes when the season rolls over but (laughs) right your rewards are just different (laughs) your little disney kingdom isn't going anywhere if you fail the season pass <laughs> my rank is in overwatch that's going down the toilet as the season rolls over not that i play ranked it's hard <laughs> yeah it's kind of neat to see how some ga- games kind of layer their events too like that food street game i was talking about there's um there's like the food truck that shows up and you've got what a day or something like that to fill it up and send it off. And then there's like the the, the weird little tents of, of food stuff going on that you have to. It's like three days long that you have to like make all the food for and sell it and and rank up on that. And then there's the season pass that goes on for the whole month or six weeks or whatever it is. So it's it it can be very tiring. Like I said. Yeah, you get a little exhausted by the end of these seasons that you're like, give me a week off before the next one shows up. <laughs> so mm-hmm. You're like a lot likely, more likely to to spend my money if you give me some time to to uh, put this game away for a second. Yeah, one game that I forgot to talk about was Disney Dreamlight Valley, and I talked about that you know a couple months ago, right when it came out. Um, and I I bought the game. Um, 
which I'm pretty sure it's a free-to-play game. I just bought it early access and bought it with some in-game currency um, and used that to buy the battle pass that was available during early access. And I just had so many issues with the bugginess and that's, you know, that's on me. I bought it when it wasn't, you know, a done game. Um, but they just ended up giving everybody currency that refunded basically the battle pass. And I was like, okay, well I worked hard to get these rewards and I can't get these rewards anymore. And now I'm like so mad at the game that I'm not going to rebuy the battle pass because I was so mad at it. I stopped playing it. And (laughs) Rage quit. Haven't really played it since with um, any of the other battle passes. So I don't know what that game looks like right now. But I know that when I was grinding, when the battle pass did work for the like two days that it worked for me, I was doing so much work and getting like almost no reward. Like it was, it was insane. Like, cause you get the points by doing quests, but you only can see three quests at a time for free if you're doing the battle pass for free or you can see six quests at a time if you're doing it premium so it's 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 kind of crazy like how much work you have to do and you can only see those quests you can do the other quests i think if you don't see them but you don't know what you're working towards (laughs) besides these three or six things and it was just a little a little too much effort for me to get my little Pixar ball or whatever the Pixar battle pass was. Yeah, you got to think if a game's in early access, it's kind of bold for them to start something without having, right. you know, a lot of it takes a lot of balancing, you know, to to get these things dialed in. Yeah. Cuz if it's way too easy, then you think, "Hey, I'm just I'm just buying this stuff outright." If it's way too hard, then you think, "I'm never going to make it. I'm not going to do this mm-hmm. again cuz I didn't make it last time." So the amount of balancing is just incredible on these games. I'm just glad it refunded me. Except it refunded everybody. So I think people who even didn't even spend money on the battle pass just got a free extra battle pass because they didn't buy it to begin with. And so I got my refund and I got glitched with a couple of the rewards that I unlo- managed to unlock before it broke. So whatever. Fine mm-hmm. by me. I'll probably play it again when I have more time, but... I don't know. The Overwatch Battle Pass is pretty easy to do, so just play the game how you normally would play, and you get the rewards. You don't have to farm pumpkins <laughs> and only pumpkins. You don't have to fish only bass. <laughs> I think we're working through some issues here on this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tell I me how that makes you feel. Chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what game I played that has the Battle Pass. What? Yeah, a few months ago, um, Township has <laughs> a battle pass. Of course it, it does. It gets you like expansion materials and stuff because I'm oh. sure when it gets to level 100, you're like the hammers and saws and any land left. All those things that you need, the contracts and yeah, that's that's how they get you. The things that are impossible to get in the game. They just dangle them right out there in front of you and say, you, you're going to get one of these. <laughs> I think it was only like $5, though. Yeah, I'm sure there's just as as well as balancing the, the prizes and the work effort and stuff, balancing the, the dollar amount. And mm-hmm. sometimes 
the dollar amount doesn't translate from country to country. I've seen that listed oh. on like uh, on Reddit, where you know someone in America is spending nine ninety nine on it, and the the conversion rate of currency to another country makes it like fifteen dollar U.S. dollars of in their country versus you know ten dollars oh. here. And I've seen it both ways where it's a lot cheaper, it's a lot more expensive. And some countries have some very, very strict rules. We we don't because we're a capitalist country where lobbyists just make every rule up they want to. That's that's a different podcast. But <laughs> some countries, like especially Europe, have some very strict rules on on how to monetize these these games and even even the, the battle passes. Like they can't, they can't do loot boxes in some countries, mm. like flat out. If you yeah. spend three dollars on this chest, you're going to get this person or this. You know, that's what you're going to get. There is no no gambling for the children. Yep. Which I, I understand. Um, I've got I've got friends uh, with young kids that have come into work and said, "Well, it finally happened to me. I saw." $350 on my credit card wondering where that was and it turned out my kid bought a bunch of stuff for Fortnite. Oh my gosh. Wow. So I understand the, uh, how, how it needs to be moderated at some point, but yeah, I'm just waiting for EA to somehow find a way to put a battle pass into the Sims. Maybe in the Sims five, maybe in the Sims five, we'll get a Sims five battle pass. And you know what? I'll play the heck out of that battle pass. <laughs> well, with Sims 4 becoming free, I'm sure. Oh, you're sure right. I'll, I'll add something to it. <laughs> have a I baby. It's a little too late for Sims. For Sims 4. Each baby you have, you get a nice new couch. <laughs> yeah. Pay to procreate. Pay to, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 100 baby That's, challenge new. There's no pay to win. There's pay to procreate. Yeah. You can't have kids in the game unless you pay for the season pass. <laughs> Wait, isn't that kind of how the Sims, the Sims Three Mobile, the Sims Mobile, the Sims Free Time, whatever, the Sims Free Play? Is that what the mobile game's called? Yeah, I think that kind of works like that. I think that's def that's definitely got monetization. Monetization. How do you say that? That's it. That's right. Monetization. Yeah. That's definitely got that in there, but. I don't, I don't think it's like that crazy. Cool. Well, anything else on the subject of battle passes and season passes? Bring me back my Overwatch loot boxes, please. <laughs> they took out the entire leveling system of your account, so it's like pointless, but mm -hmm. I miss the old Overwatch. <laughs> cool. I think that's going to wrap up this episode then. So thank you for listening. If you've got a favorite battle pass story, <laughs> what's your what's your history with battle passes? What's your earliest memory of which game you saw it implemented in? Then go ahead and give us a give us a, a, a note either on Facebook or Twitter or you can just email podcast at familygeekery.com. Let us know your history with battle passes and if you like them or if you don't like them. Yeah. So that's kind of yeah going to wrap up this episode we thank you for listening and until next time peace, peace out, out and geek, and out. geek out, geek out. Yeah.
Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery Podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out. Stay tuned for the Family Geekery Battle Pass. <laughs> behind the scenes bloopers. $50 All a month. behind the paywall. Yeah. Listen to 10 minutes, you get 10 fam bucks. <laughs> Just go to OnlyFams.com. No! (laughs) With an M. With an M. (laughs)